Are you a creative in the upstate looking for a place to create? The Gym Complex can handle your creative needs from podcasting, photography, videography, recording studio, and engineering. Located at 880 South Pleasantburg Drive, Suite 2G, Greenville, South Carolina. Schedule your consultation today online, www.thegymcomplex.com. You gotta stand on it. If it's for certain, as of around, you gotta stand on it. Open the curtain, it's going down. You gotta Greetings, greetings, greetings. Yeah, it's your one and only truth. Welcome to another episode of the Stand On It Podcast. We go get right into this thing this evening. I hope everybody has had a great week. Got a lot of great feedback from last week's episode. Um, some people have reached out saying they want to come and have a sit down as well. Hey. We welcome everybody over here. You just got to be prepared to stand on what you say. So let me kick it off and tell you a little bit about what we had going on this past week. So we went out to the uh, Carolina Record Pool uh, with Tape Hustlers, first quarter uh, networking event. Did a lot of good interviews out there, continuing the Hot mic series. Met a lot of dope artists uh, from Florida, Baltimore, Alabama, just all around. Shout out Paul Davis and his crew um, for showing us nothing but love at Club Rain. Um, shout out some of the artists. If I uh, forget anybody, don't blame it on me. Um, we go just blame that on that vodka. But uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, DMB. Uh, I don't want to mess homie name up. Uh but anyway, he know what I'm talking about. He got that crazy song that I posted. Uh, I released his interview. As a matter of fact, I think his interview dropping today. I got to go in there and check it. Um, but also shout out Shawty Pimp. Um, shout him out. Um, shout out my man Quiz that I met from uh, Montgomery. Um, Murder Man that I met from Clayco on the Low Country. Um, who else? Uh, Whip King. Uh, got a five song with uh, uh, Project Pat. Shout out him as well. Um, but yeah, we had some dope stuff. My lady tore the stage down. Um, she actually closed the show out, I believe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, it was dope. Just an all around great time. So we had that going on. So also, uh, what we had last week, and and I want to ask y'all about it. So, um. For my girl's birthday, we went and got couple couples massages. Um, it was absolutely great. Um, I used to get a massage once a month. Uh, it had been a minute since I went, but we went and got a couples massage. Um, deep tissue. It was, it was amazing. Wasn't nothing too crazy. But one of my homeboys, shout out my nigga Q. 
He sent me this video. I had seen the um the videos of where the dudes is they just going crazy with how they massaging women. They they got their shirts off and all oiled up. Got the woman half naked, oiling her down, deep tissueing her, and rubbing they uh dicks and shit on their leg. Listen here. None of y'all would ever have to worry about having an appointment booked for my lady where y'all got them kind of shenanigans going on. Ever. You know what I'm saying? So, any of her homegirls, y'all ain't got to worry about taking her to nothing like that. Um, she done, she done seen the ones with the women doing where they rubbing coochie on dudes, backs and legs and arms and just massaging them all deep and passionate. She ain't with it either. Stick to the regular couples massage, go to massage envy, somewhere like that. But all this extra stuff, no. Um, that's for single folks um who looking for a happy ending. Um, but this ain't for couples. This is not for this ain't that. You know what I mean? So call me what you want to, but you won't call me the dude who had his chick out getting one of them deep tissue topless massages from uh this Hercules looking dude We not playing that round here So just go ahead and let you know I gate So this week um, As you know um, We talk about some real stuff on here man Like we ain't just all I, I told you I ain't with the blog sites All of that If you want to read and hear about that Go read that which is what y'all do um, You're not going to hear me going uh, Off about that on here um, People, several people that hit, uh, Sent me the, the Leah Thomas joint The dude who's swimming against the women I'm not getting into that uh, That's low hanging fruit um, Anybody with a brain Know that's wrong um, So I don't even need to spend a lot of time on that That's, that's real low hanging fruit First thing I want to hop into this week so let's say if you know someone who has told you that they thought about doing something crazy, but they changed their mind, is that go change how you fuck with them? So let me give you an example. Let's say I'm going to give you two examples, one with your homeboy, one with your, your, your spouse. So let's say your homeboy was like, he saw you doing some, some street shit. And, you know, maybe he got caught up in something. Maybe uh, the police offer him a deal or whatever. And he tell you, man, I got to keep it real with you, bro. Uh, I I had thought about taking a deal and, you know, potentially rolling over on you. But I just couldn't do it. Or your lady tell you, or, your, or your, if you're a lady and your dude tell you, like, yo, Boy, you know what I'm saying? If, if I went with you, I'd holler at her. If I went with you, I'd holler at him. Like, does this change how you look at people? So I'm going to start off on the relationship tip. Absolutely, that's going to change how I'm looking at my lady. If she told me, hey, if I went with you, I would fuck with him. Because it's already in your mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you're thinking it, you keep that round in your head. Same with me. Ain't no way I would say anything like that to my lady. Like, uh, if I wasn't fucking with you, yeah, I'll fuck with her. 
Fuck you mean? Like, where's your mind at? Um, that's already in your thought process. You know, um, it is, and you know, sometimes I sprinkle a little Bible in there on y'all. It even talked about it about that in the Bible. If you looking at a woman, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you've already committed adultery with her in your heart. So even if you thinking about that, you might as well go ahead with it. Especially if you coming out talking about it, everything ain't just gonna be cool after you say something like that. Second thing, if one of my homeboys told me that he was go snitch, but he changed his mind. You damn right that's going to change how I'm looking at him. Absolutely. Because I know it's in him to do that. Because I done been caught up in street shit, man, and I ain't never, I done been dead to rights on some stuff. I done been in the middle of one of my homeboys shot somebody. And they live, I'm just out there chilling. You know what I'm saying? I ain't said nothing. The police came, everything, uh, took me to jail, told me that they, and this is before all the cameras and stuff came out, told me that they was going to charge me with it. I wasn't worried. I know I wasn't shooting. But guess what? You ain't going to know from me who was shooting. Never crossed my mind. Ever. Anytime I done been in the police station, never crossed my mind. Anytime I done been caught up, traffic stop, dope in the car, gun in the car, never crossed my mind to be like it ain't mine. Never. Because that's what I was raised on. Like, solid principles. You deal with the repercussions of the decisions you make. So if they came and told you, you you think you go get a badge for that? Like, I'm going to give you a, a, a reward. I'm going to pat you on the back. Hey, man, I appreciate you. No. Because in the right situation, if I leave you around me and and I'm still doing uh, questionable things, in the right situation, you might still roll on me. You might not have did it that time. But you still have the ability to do so. It's in you. I see that it's in you. For the simple fact that you thought about it. Nothing like that has ever crossed my mind. And I done been looking at some charges that carried some big boy time. Never crossed my mind. So, nah man. If anybody has showed you that they have the potential to do anything except stand up. Get them out of there. ASAP. That don't matter if it's homeboy. Your old lady, women, if it's your dude, get them out of there. If they done told, if they done showed you their hand or what they got the potential to do, don't do that. They're not solid. You got to keep yourself away from them people. And if you don't, when you do get caught up and they already showed you who they are, don't look for no sympathy because they showed you and you turned the blind eye. So listen. I'm going to spend some time on this topic right here because I've been talking about this and I've been seeing it go on and on and on. And I don't know if everybody else is just oblivious, blind, or don't care. Um, But I'm going to get into this. So uh, 
Katunji Jackson, um, who is being nominated for um, the Supreme Court, right? Um, Katunji Brown Jackson. Sorry, I want to make sure I get it all right. Uh, she's been going through her what they call the Supreme Court confirmations where she has to answer questions from senators, things like that. Some representatives of the GOP, people talking to her, asking her questions. So I don't know what made me kind of tune in. Uh, today is Thursday. I record on Thursdays. But I kind of tuned in on Wednesday. Like, hey, let me see what's going on. And I was surprised and it made me go and look into her deeper. But it makes sense. And I'm going to connect all the dots to this. So stay with me. Pay attention to what I'm telling you because I always got to give you some game and some knowledge on my on my episodes. Stay with me. I'm going to connect all the dots and you go see. I'm going to jump around a little bit. But you go see at the end when I tie it all together, you're going to be like, ah. Oh. All right. So, age of consent. Let's talk age of consent. And if many of you, if you've listened to whether it's this this podcast or when I was on the other podcast, um, I talked about how my parents got uh, married at a super early age. Um, I'm not specifically sure sure the exact ages, but I think my mom was like 13 or 14. My dad was around 15, 16, somewhere around there. They were super young. The age of consent, I'm going to just give you a few places that I looked up for the age of consent. The age of consent in China is 14. Age of consent in Canada is 16. And the Maldives, which is in Asia, is 9. In the U.S., it's anywhere from 16 to 18, depending on what state you're in. And then in a country called Yemen, as long as you're married, it doesn't doesn't matter how old you are. You just got to be married. Okay. So, again, China, I'm going to give you the two main two, and I'm going to tie this one together. China's 14, Canada is 16. So, if you've been paying attention to what's been going on, think about globalism and all the disputes that are coming up about China and Oh, China this and China that and we don't want to do this because they're a dictatorship. That's what we used to hear. Now we're hearing more about you know, China. They 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 really kind of got it figured out. A lot of our athletes, our well-known athletes, LeBron James, they're in bed with China. When you look at the globalism that they're going through with China, they won't speak on none of the issues related to China because this is the bulk of where a lot of their net worth comes from, the relationships they have with China. Think about what's going on uh, now in uh, Canada. Where their leader, he talked about the mandates, and a lot of the truckers there, they got the vaccine, but they just... Boycotted and stopped driving because they're like, this isn't right. And what did their leader say? Yeah, I'm kind of impressed by a lot of the the things that the Chinese do. I'm kind of impressed by that. Okay? So keep that in mind. China, Asia, consent 14. Canada, 16. U.S. currently 16 to 18. All right? 
So you with me so far We talked about age of consent We talked about How now it's getting more kind of acceptable And and we're kind of taking notice And mirroring things that China's doing Canada's kind of mirroring things that China's doing Alright, we got those points So let me go ahead and tie this other piece on here So last night Some senators was asking um, Judge Jackson um, They were asking like, hey You know, several cases that you've had um, You have not sentenced them And these are federal cases You haven't sentenced these people To what the law calls for Um, You've even been lenient Um, The majority of them You're sentencing them 64% Below what's What's called for the 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 sentencing structure? Why is this? All right, so uh, our senator in South Carolina, Lindsey Graham. If y'all don't know Lindsey Graham, y'all know Lindsey Graham just don't give a fuck. So he held her feet to the fire. Check out Lindsey Graham in action. In comes the internet. On the internet, with one click. You can receive, you can distribute tens of thousands. You can be doing this for 15 minutes. And all of a sudden, you are looking at 30, 40, 50 years in prison. Good. Cut. Good. I understand. Absolutely good. I hope you are. To do good. Allow her to finish, please. I hope you go to jail for 50 years. If you're on the Internet trolling for images please. of children and sexual exploitation. So you don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a that's horrible not thing. That's what the witness said. So to put some context around here, because I know I had to go back and check it out. So they were just talking about um, she was kind of giving reasoning. On pedophilia, like, okay, well, you know, some of these people, they could have been on online and uh, they could have clicked something and before you know it, they they could either develop the habit or now they start disseminating these things. And, you know, they're looking at 30, 40, 50 years for doing something like this. Now, to me. That's kind of downplaying it Like I've never And I was born in the 80s I've never heard anyone Make an excuse For being a pedophile This this to me seemed like There were excuses being made Now I've told you all There was a law At a time And I don't even know if this is still true I hadn't done my research on it But I know someone in South Carolina, when I was coming up, they got caught urinating outside. Do you know they had to register as a sex offender for urinating outside? Now, to me, that's that's ridiculous. You're urinating outside. I know someone else who had to register as a sex offender because they they were caught deliberate. Uh, contributing to the delinquency of a minor They bought alcohol for a minor They just went in the store Bought it um, Gave it to them outside They got in their car and left They got in their car and left Now to me 
that part of the law is ridiculous and it needs to be changed because the thing about it, a lot of times when you're wearing that jacket as a sex offender, it ain't going to tell you what you did. All it says is sex offender. So when somebody sees sex offender, it automatically is going to go to, oh, boy, they touch kids. Or they done rape somebody. It's the worst. Nobody think of somebody outside taking a piss or somebody done bought beer for a, a minor. But this lady, the candidate for one of the, not the one of, the highest court, was kind of making excuses. Oh, you could be on here and 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 you could you could you could hit something and then now you're looking at 30, 40, 50 years. And like Senator Graham said, good. Absolutely good. So, and play another one for you. Some more of her doing her uh session last night. This is some more questioning she had. Here we go. About it overnight, this is a case where you had an 18-year-old who possessed and distributed hundreds of images of 8-year-olds and 9-year-olds and 10-year-olds, and you gave him, frankly, a slap on the wrist sentence of three months. Senator, Do you I regret it? I don't remember whether it was um, distribution or possession in it the law. It was both. Do you regret it? In, in the law, there are different... Uh, crimes that people commit. Judge, you in gave this him area. three months. My question is, do you regret it or not, Senator? What I regret is that in a hearing about my qualifications to be a justice on the Supreme Court, we've spent a lot of time focusing on this small subset of my sentences and i've tried to explain you regret that many we're focusing times. on your cases i don't understand no you. no no i'm 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 talking about the fact that you're talking about child pornography seven cases? very serious cases i'm glad we agree on that don't you some think some some of which some of which involve conduct that i sentence people to 25 30 years three months before. in this case judge do you regret it you haven't answered my question yet Senator, do you regret this sentence Senator, I would have to look at the circumstances. What I'm telling you. You you know the circumstances. We discussed it for half an hour yesterday. There's a 55-page transcript, which I'm sure you've read. You lived it. Not, As you've not. emphasized to this committee over and over, you've lived it, right? You said that you've been through all of this. You've looked at all of the images. You're the one who's had to endure all of it. You gave him a three-month sentence. I just wonder if you regret it or if you stand by it. I mean, do you stand by that sentence? Senator, in every case, I followed what Congress authorized me to do in looking to the best of my ability at all of the various factors that apply, that constrain judges, that give us discretion, but also tell us how to sentence. And I ruled in every case based on all of the relevant factors. So you don't regret it? No one case... All right, so I'm going to go ahead and um, just just chime in from there. So I'm going to give you the backstory on what this senator was asking her about. So there was an 18-year-old who was disseminating porn, had hundreds of images of child porn on his computer. 
caught red-handed. So a detective got the, the, the ping of his IP address that he was doing this. So a detective acted as if he had a 12-year-old that he could sleep with. So he never responded to the detective asking about, did he want to sleep with the 12-year-old? But they still prosecuted him on the images that he had. And if you notice, he holding her feet to the fire, asking her why would she sentence him to such a light sentence? So the sentencing structure called for him to get eight years. So the prosecutor took some things in, into uh, consideration like, OK, we'll we'll accept two, nothing less. That's that's what we'll accept. We'll take two. The judge went in, Judge uh, Jackson went in and sentenced him to three months. And so her explanation for why she sentenced him to three months, she said that she took into consideration that he was 18 years old and had just graduated high school. So some of the images that he had, although they were not of age, they were older teenagers. They weren't of the legal age, but they were older teenagers. So keep that in mind when I say the age of consent is 16 to 18 in South Carolina. And she's talking about older teenagers. Canada, 16. China, 14. See where I'm going with this? As I'm tying all this together, she's already making excuses for being a pedophile, even though it's not the legal age. She's talking about older teenagers. Okay? She gave him three months. And then she said, well, you know, uh, the thing about it is, well, uh, when I took this into consideration, I had to meet with the, the probation board. and No, the law was clear. On what it said. And you're making it seem like you're making an excuse. As to why this is acceptable. And I want to tell y'all it's coming. To where being a pedophile. Like everything else that's being pushed to be accepted. Is coming to where that that agenda is going to be pushed next to accept that. It's it's coming and all they're doing was holding her to the her holding her feet to the fire. Like we need to understand, like, why is this OK with you? And if you notice, there were instances she was stuttering. But you already know what happened. Follow along. I told you I'm going to connect all the dots because these were two white men questioning her about this. And she's a black woman. What do you think they said next? And she's a Democrat. What do you think they said next? Oh, this is racist. How's this racist? Asking you why you were lenient on a pedophile? Asking you why your sentencing structure on a pedophile? Or pedophiles, I should say, has been less than what the the parameters call for? We got to stop that. Like, again, we, we try and mask everything with racism instead of looking at it for what it's for. Like, this is unacceptable. And 
if y'all don't realize what's going on, if y'all not paying attention to the curriculum that they're trying to feed your kids in school, the stuff that's being accepted, the stuff that's being pushed, you got to do yourself a favor and wake up. Like, for real, because when you're listening to someone, and again, this ain't no little city council that she's running for. This is somebody who's getting a seat on the Supreme Court. Only nine people hold this position. Is she making excuses for being a pedophile? But again, as I stated in the outset, China, 14, age of consent. Canada, 16, age of consent. So keep in mind what I'm telling you. You better stay alert to what's going on because it's just a matter of time um, before this is pushed to where it's acceptable. And again, this isn't anything new, you know. Uh, Like I said, I was born in the 80s. So I remember being in middle school. I was talking to my lady about this. I remember being in middle school, seeing dudes in their 20s, potentially early 30s, with the dope boy cars pulling up, the Mercedes, whatever, and picking girls up from middle school. I remember this. I saw it with my own eyes. And and nobody would say anything. Oh, they and let me tell y'all something else. Things have changed, and you do have a lot of these young girls walking around here looking like they're 20 and up. Like, no. I blame parenting on that. Just because they look like that, don't allow them to carry themselves that way. I'll tell you a story personally. When my daughter was like I want to say maybe three, four. Her mom thought it was cute and bought her an apple bottom outfit. I told her, don't buy her that stuff. Children's Place. Oshkosh Bigosh. That's the kind of stuff she's going to wear. Because even though we may think it's cute or you may think it's cute, I didn't think it's cute. I didn't think it was cute. Um... A toddler with an apple on her ass. I didn't think that was cute. And when I told her, she understood where I was coming from. Like, there's a sicko out there somewhere who they go be looking at something like that. Like, and so as parents, it don't matter how old our children look, dress them their age. Make them act their age. My daughter's been homeschooled now two years. But before then, when I would go to pick her up from middle school, you got kids out there, little girls with bundles on, belly shirts with uh, navel rings on, nails and toes done. Like, what? What What are we doing? I seen uh, a couple dudes with tattoos. Like, come on, what what are we doing as parents? Like, I don't I don't understand how we lost our way so bad that we're letting society and we're letting all of these higher ups dictate what we're gonna accept. It starts with us. We don't have to accept that. You know what I'm saying? And and somebody needs to stand up and 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 just and I'm gonna tell you something real. 
You know I'm not from around the Greenville area. I'm from uh, Newberry, South Carolina. Born and raised in Prosperity, South Carolina, to be exact, which is Newberry County. I fuck with the upstate heavy, Greenville. But what I would say um, around here, man, I don't know. I, I don't know what the OGs around here was teaching a lot of y'all. I don't. Because just having conversations with some of y'all, and I've told, I've told some of y'all, like, bro, what was your OGs on? Because your logic and your thinking, and don't get me wrong, I've even seen some of the people y'all call OGs and big homies. Like, how? When I'm hearing what these folk talking about, they're not talking about anything that's going to uh, correct you or hold you accountable. But it's going to enlighten you to be better. They sitting here talking to you about what they done seen on a blog site. Like, what difference does that make? And, I, and don't get me wrong. When I'm off camera and when I'm not doing this, me and my lady, we talk about some of that stuff. She'll bring it up to me. She might send me a TikTok video or she'll be like, hey, you heard this on um." Online, they said this, 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 and this happened. Uh, I think the recent thing, uh, something with little baby, and hit. I don't give a fuck about that. I like his music, but I don't give a fuck about no little baby. I give a fuck about the babies, the kids, the next generation, the kids we raising, the kids that we're supposed to be setting an example for. That's what I care about. Who little baby fucking? That has nothing to do with me. That's not gonna enlighten my mind. That's not going to set anybody up for anything positive to continue to grow. But that's the stuff y'all want to talk about and y'all want to hear. But meanwhile, you, you, you turn the eye and you wonder why your daughter come home pregnant at 14. You wonder why your son going to jail juvie at 13, starting a cycle. He'll be in big prison by the time he's 17. Doing major time because you glorifying all this foolishness. That was a meme that came out a couple years ago. And I never will forget. I shared it on my Instagram story. It was like every time a female rapper comes on, it's got a picture of this white guy on a plane slamming the headset off his head. Like when they hear a female rapper come on talking about they pussy, they just, uh. That's the same shit that I do now um, for 98% of the music. Because all it is is kill, destruction, sliding, drilling, stick. Uh, y'all ain't got tired of hearing that shit yet. And what really gets me is when it's people who are my age or even older, like y'all sitting around looking up to these people who are talking about all this destruction. What are y'all teaching the youth? What are y'all teaching your kids? It don't make you cool because you listening to drill music. And don't get me wrong, some of it sound good. But that's what you go feed your mind with all the time. That's what you go push to the masses all the time and promote violence, destruction, kill, kill, kill. Meanwhile, people who trying to enlighten you and feed you real shit through the music, you can't get behind it. 
because you living vicariously through these people who are talking about all these things because you never experienced it in life. You was never off the porch. We got to do better. You know what I'm saying? Fathers, y'all got to do better. We got to do better. Men, we got to do better. Women, we got to do better. There's an agenda that is being pushed around that you got to open your eyes and look at. A dude asked me today, hey, bro, when you got woke? The look like, nigga, I got up this morning at 6.15. Fuck you talking about? Woke. Because I'm educating myself and I'm paying attention to what's going on around me. I'm not worried about the blog sites. I'm not worrying about who beefing with who. I'm paying attention to real shit that's going to impact me, you, my daughter, anybody else's kids if we don't step in and do something. You want to talk about woke? I call it education, homie. Educate yourself. That's what you got to do. It's easy to, and, and I'm so thankful that I have this platform. And the reason being is because um, if you don't want to, to, to uh, read and educate yourself Come listen to me I'll give it to you However you gotta get it If I gotta be an instrument in you getting it I'll give it to you And I'm gonna tell you something else real I stuck to what uh, I believed in When I started this season one My views was down Cause they was used to me My views was nowhere near where they were When I was with Rain And we was drunk and, and just talking shit And Really no agenda and no, but now they coming up and that's refreshing because I know more people are starting to like, damn, he is right. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't deny truth. See what I did there? But nah, for real, you can't deny truth. Like the truth, the truth is a lie when you make it. Truth always going to be the truth. And that's the problem. It's a lot of people not telling y'all the truth. It's a lot of people not holding themselves accountable, so they definitely can't hold nobody else accountable. And it's a lot of people who have cut off their freedom of speech. You can't tell nobody else the right way. You can't be the example because you, you're going along with the bullshit, and they see that. Like, you might do it in the public light, but they see you still doing the bullshit. Let's do better. Let's do better, but pay attention to this agenda. They pushing that pedophilia, and it's going to come. Just I, Pretty soon, you're going to think it's out of nowhere. You're going to think it's out of nowhere. No. This has been going on and on, and ain't nobody paid attention to it. Oh, we're going to have to accept them for their flaws. They're just curious. You know, this is a disease they have. They like what they like. I never get behind that, ever. Grown people touching kids, looking at kids, forcing kids to be sexual. They need to be put under the jail. I agree with Lindsey Graham. I hope they give them all the time. And she's talking about, well, you can accidentally click something. I don't give a damn. If somebody sent me something on my phone and I accidentally click it, hey, this will be a situation. I'm a civilian. I'm taking this to the police. Hey, man, this came on my phone. I have no idea what this is about. What's going on with this? I'm, if 
a virus or something come on my computer and something being disseminated uh, through me. No. I'm proactively making sure that it's cleaned up and people understand I ain't had nothing to do with that. So that excuse that she made about, oh, you could click on something. Nah, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. So I don't want to hear that. Wake up, people. All right, moving right along. So, sacrifices. You know, sacrifices. What can you give up? What What would you sacrifice? So, if I said, mm, social media, could you sacrifice social media? Friendships. Are there some friendships that you could sacrifice? Recreation. Any kind of recreation that you could sacrifice? Love. Could you sacrifice love? Material possessions. Could you sacrifice those? Children. Could you sacrifice those? And before you idiots not paying attention to what I'm saying, like sacrificing children, could you sacrifice having children starting a family for the greater good or something else? See, we live in a society where no longer we could do sacrifices. And um, you'll hear me reference a lot of times conversations me and my lady have because this is we have real conversations all the time. And that was something that came up that we were talking about doing. And it was going to cost a lot of money. We could have did it. But what I said to her, I was like, nah. We go stack that, and we go stay to the course, and soon we could do that anytime we want to. You know what I'm saying? We sacrifice now, and we can get all the gain later. Like, but people are not able to do that. Well, let me let me change that. It ain't no not able to. People are not willing to do that because social media says you gotta have it now. You gotta put on the chain for them now. You got to show them the bus down rolling right now. You got to show them you pulling up in the Bentley right now. You got to be in the Lambo truck now. You can't wait. It confusing y'all people. You know, if you could, if, if I told you, if you focused on your goals, if you tighten your purse strings up, one to two years Think of how much further you'll be Even if you ain't a millionaire by then Think of just how much further you could be Think if you just change something where You might eat out once a month Think if you just change something where I ain't going to no bar get no drinks I get a bottle and drink at the crib Or I'm not even drinking for a while How much money you going to save I was... I, I used to smoke a lot of weed. I quit smoking weed. Not because I couldn't afford the weed. I just quit smoking weed because it was having me kind of off point. And then, too, the biggest reason, all this fentanyl and stuff going around, I don't know what they putting in that stuff, man. So I'm like, nah, this it's, is it's getting too exotic. It's just, Nah. And now, unless they bring it when they legalize them and bring a dispensary, and I can go in and I can look and I can see, yeah, I'll probably revisit that. But I stopped. Do you realize how much money I save when I stop smoking weed? A ton. 
Do you realize how much money I save? Cause we don't go out to eat like that. Like we'll we'll cook at the house. If we want to drink, we got a bottle at the house. If we go meet somebody out at a bar at a restaurant, we pre gaming at the house. If we do go out, maybe we only need one drink. That's the mindset you got to get in. It ain't because we can't afford it. It's because we're trying to build a legacy. And the legacy starts, you got to start laying that foundation for the legacy. So in doing that, you got to make sacrifices. But you got to ask yourself, what are you willing to sacrifice? Maybe you need to miss a Jordan release. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you need to, uh, I don't know, anything. You know what I mean? Maybe you don't need to go buy uh, a $300,000 home or a half a million dollar home. You know, maybe you need to start an apartment right now. But don't let social media and others dictate what you're doing. Because there are people right now who are house broke. And I didn't realize what that term meant to, I was buying a house and I was talking to the realtor about it and she was like, hey, it's good to see that, you know, you won't be house broke with this home. So we kind of talked about it and and, uh, he was like, yeah, being house broke, you got the house, but you can't afford nothing else. All your money going into the house. And I, I've, I know people like that. They house broke. That's not a good feeling. If you sacrifice now, yeah, I'm going I'm to be the first to tell you, man, that's nice. You know what I'm saying? That's nice. I had a family member ask me, man, because I know you got the money. Like, why you ain't get a Hellcat? Nigga, first of all, that's my everyday car. You know what I'm saying? I already don't go nowhere. But this is my everyday car. Why would I go buy a Hellcat? Like, now, when I while I'm sacrificing, when I get to where I want to be, not where the eyes of others see that I'm at, but when I get to where I want to be, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go splurge on a Hellcat because I love Mopar. My, 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 uh, I'm with that. Mopar, no car. So if I can get uh, a Hellcat and put it away in the garage where I might only drive it uh, once or twice a month, cool, I'm with that. You're talking hundred and some thousand dollar car. Why would I go buy that just to prove to y'all, oh, I can't afford it. He in a Hellcat. Nah, I'm still moving how I want to move. When I mash on it, it's still rattling, and I'm still pulling away. I'm not out here trying to win a race uh, with nobody. So, no. Just, but so many people get caught up in, well, this person said I should do this. Or if they think I got this amount of money, I got to live this lifestyle to show them. Nah, you don't. Who cares? You know what I mean? One of the realest things my pops ever told me, I might not have a dollar in my pocket, but ain't nobody coming to take none from me. And what he meant by that, all my bills is paid. I'm not asking nothing to you. I'm not asking nothing to her. I'm sitting here chilling. And people, man, bro, you cheap. Okay, call me what you want to call me. Mm Mm-hmm. Cheap, yes. I'll take that. But, you know, we got to be willing to sacrifice sometimes for the greater good. 
You know, we have to, even when you become a parent, you have to sacrifice for your child. There's times I wanted things. Can't get it. You know, especially early when my daughter was born. Like, or in her earlier life, like, it, couldn't get it. You sacrifice. But some people ain't willing to sacrifice. That's why you see parents out. They look like they just stepped out of uh, uh, Nordstrom, you know. They got on Gucci. They got on all this stuff. And you see the kids, how jacked up, old shoes on. They're not willing to sacrifice. Hey, you need to go to parent-teacher conferences. But if you go to the parent-teacher conference, uh, you might not be able to go have drinks at happy hour with your homegirls. Not willing to sacrifice. Oh, your little boy got a game. Ah, uh, but if you go to the game with your little boy, it start early in the morning. What well, I mean, you're going to have to come in early tonight or you, you're going to be all hungover. You ain't, gonna wanna, ain't willing to sacrifice. Be willing to sacrifice, man. You don't got to have it right now. Go at your own pace. Don't worry about what these people saying. If they ain't putting no money in your pocket and not taking care of you, why do you give a fuck about what they think? It don't make sense. At all. Yeah. We got two more topics and we go get out of here, though. Uh, So the next thing. Consistency. Consistency. So somebody hit me up, they was like, bro, I got to get with you. Um, I want to, you know, any way I can help out with anything you got going on, I want to get with you. I, I mean, I can't rock with that. I can't get behind that. And the reason being is because I've been knowing this person, and they've they been inconsistent. They've been heavily inconsistent. You know? And that goes for anybody. I know artists. Dope artists. They are like they already made it. They'll put a project out. They might not put another one out to three, four years. And then want to to, to get right back in and fucking with their campaign. Motherfucker, I ain't heard from you in three, four years. I don't care about what you got going on right now. You lost my interest. I mean, I don't care. Like, it's people podcasting. They'll say, hey, bro, you checked out my episode? Oh, no, nah, I, I didn't. Because when I was plugged in and paying attention to what you had going on, trying to support you, got my notifications on for your, your episodes, I stopped getting the notifications with no updates as to what's going on. Like, and, and after my season one, I told you, hey, I'm taking a break. This amount of time will come back with season two. You'll see people just... Randomly just stop. And then they, these will be the same people going on about, man, don't nobody support me. You're consistently inconsistent. Who who can support that? But again, it goes back to what I'm saying, man. Like, y'all don't got the right people around you who keeping you on your shit. And then if people do say something to you, you, man, I don't anybody trying to hear that shit. See, you got it all wrong. If if somebody come and tell me, hey, true, man, you you bullshitting, that's the person I'm going to navigate to. I want that person around me. 
Because they're not going to allow me to just be bullshit. They not. They go, hey, man, we need to do this. We got to do this. Those are the kind of people you need around you. And I never understood, like, how people can get so comfortable with being consistently inconsistent. And there's so much of that going around, like, people just starting something. But, again, I know why a lot of y'all do it. You want that instant gratification. This here is a job. Podcasting is a job. If you're taking it serious, you got to spend money on the right equipment. First of all, you got to make sure that you got good content. So that requires you to prepare. You can't just come in and turn the mic on. You can. I used to do that. But guess what? My platform wasn't growing. And I was limiting myself to one particular audience because I'm just giving you fuckery every week. But then when I started taking it serious, being consistent, uh, putting together good content so that I can wind my uh, listeners. And not only that, because it's, it's, it's real issues that I'm interested in, not just, like I told y'all, the bullshit. You know, be consistent. People Give people something that they can support. Let's do that. Like, give people something that they can support. I can't support you if you put out an a album today and it's like, oh, it's artists who are on, mainstream artists. They go a couple years on, hear nothing from them. I don't care about what they got going on no more. I don't. So you from around the way and you think, I'm supposed to, like I say, just hop back in fucking with your campaign and you done took two, three years off because you think you this Grammy-winning uh, artist who just been touring so you hadn't had time to record an album? Hell no. I ain't fucking with it no more. So whatever you do, just challenge yourself to be consistent. That's how you keep people tuned in. Even if you had, even if you was a bullshitting artist, what the the thing I said, but he be bullshitting or she be bullshitting, but damn it, they go keep dropping shit. And I know some artists like that. I don't really fuck with their music, but boy, they working. So I can't do nothing but respect it. I salute they work at the, even if I don't fuck with their music. If they send me some, hey, I tell them keep going, keep going, because you working. That's that's what it's about, being consistent, man. So, hey, get that jacket off of you if you got it on you. Were you in, were you consistently inconsistent? Make sure you get that up off of you. <laughs> yep. So, last topic we go get into, um, before I get out of here, and I also learned a valuable lesson off of this, um. We're going to talk about business model. I want to give you some game. So, and I've said it in the past. I have. Uh, boy, this is black-owned business. Black-owned business. And you'll hear people, oh, go shout with them. That's a black-owned business. Take that out. Now, people want to promote you and say, oh, this is a, a black-owned business. You ain't got no control over that. Don't market yourself that way. Because once again, you're putting yourself in a box. 
Oh, I'm a, I'm a black-owned business. No, I'm a black man that happens to be a business owner. That's what I am. I'm not marketing myself as a black-owned business, and I'm going to tell you why, and I'm going to keep it real. The majority of people who do business, who don't question none of the pricing, they don't look like me. I don't hear that, oh, uh, this, this, this is that, uh, this the price, and another, another jewel. You don't got to let everybody know what you're investing in, what business you're a part of. Because some people ain't going to fuck with it just because it's you. Be a silent partner. They don't even know what's going on. They spend the money. They have no idea. They, they don't even know you tied to it. You don't have to advertise everything. But if you are a black business owner, don't market yourself that way. Because you're boxing yourself in to where, oh, yeah, I'm a black business owner. Listen here. Again, I'm a black man who owns a business. But guess what? Money is green. And that green money come from black people, white people, brown people. So I'm not discriminating on nobody. I'm marketing myself as a business owner. Now, if you want to go tell somebody, oh, he's a black business owner. I can't control that. I'm not marketing myself that way. And I, I would suggest you don't market yourself that way. You don't. Thank me later. You'll think about it. And the other thing I want to tell you about is understand business and friendships. Yeah. You got you got to be able to understand it too. And I'm going to tell y'all uh, a story of my own. I had to learn that. And this ain't no diss. And I appreciate him for teaching me this lesson. Producer Jay Shirts out of Spartanburg, South Carolina. Cool dude. Very talented individual. Take nothing away from him. Um, but I needed somebody in a video. So I said, hey, I'm going to hit up uh, Jay Shirts because, hey, I done done business with him. I know he'll do this. But that was my thinking, like, hey, I confuse what business is. When you're doing business, you're doing business. And when I called him and all I could say to him was, hey, man, I respect it because he gave me an understanding. He was like, nah, man, I don't, you know, I don't get in no videos unless I made the beat. I'm like, oh, OK, I respect that because I'm thinking, yeah, I done. And again, anybody know me who know about how I do music? Now, I got one of the coldest producers at my access all the time. And we add more people to the fold. When I'm fucking with somebody on music, it ain't because I need it. It's just something because I'm supporting them or I might be doing another sound. Go listen to any of my old music. Shout out to Mercenary. I did a whole tape with this this dude. Just showing support. Like, that. that's all it's about. Just showing support. Um, One nothing, but uh, I confused the two. I looked at, like, the business... Like, this relationship has been built, and now I expect a favor in return. No, you can't go into it like that, and that taught me a valuable lesson. It's business. I can't expect because I'm spending money with you. I done done business with you. You owe me a favor. No, you gave me a service. Uh, I paid you for a service. 
you gave me the service. That's what it is. So make sure you keep that in mind too. That's that's just some game I'm giving you. Like, hey, business is business. You know, um, I've heard people, and sometimes you don't hear nothing back from them. Like they'll think, oh, you know, we got this kind of relationship. We cool. They might ask you about a service, and you say, yeah, this this the price. They might look at you for a minute. Oh, okay, I'm 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 a holler. You never hear back from them. Because they got it confused in so many times. I've been guilty of that. Um, especially our race. We'll we'll forget what business is. You know, and it ain't nothing personal. It's business. It's business. And that's why I was telling you, don't box yourself in by just saying, Oh, I'm a black business owner. Because again, a lot of those conversations you don't have with the people who look like us or who don't look like us. You have those conversations with the people who look like us, who, ah, oh, man, you can't come down out there. And they'll want to haggle you on your price, but they'll go somewhere with the people who don't look like them. They don't even question it. Here you go. Yeah, it's going to be this much. Oh, okay, here you go. But within, within our race, we'll want to say, man, help me out. Or, man, you know how we, we do. No. So don't box yourself in and don't get confused with what business is versus friendships. Hey, we appreciate you for tuning in to another episode. Before I get out of here, uh, I wanted to say this to the end. I didn't want to come in with this because I knew this was a good show and, and I didn't want to put a, a, a cloud over it. But um, lost two people from the hometown this week. Uh, shout out and rest in peace to the family of Keisha Robinson. Um, also, uh, I just got the word today from my homeboy that one of my closest homeboys, his pops, he lost his pops. So rest in peace to Mango Sanders. Um, you know, I, I, I hate that. Um, prayers to the family, condolences. Um, we're thinking about you and, you know, uh, anything you need, tap in with me. Um, but I'll definitely be checking on y'all. Uh, so with that being said, if you want to submit content, you want to be a guest, on the Stand On It Podcast, email standonitpod at gmail.com. That's standonitpod at gmail.com. Also, any media needs, I gave you the ad at the beginning. Make sure you reach out to the gym complex. This is where we're at. This is where we're recording. All your multimedia needs, make sure you check them out. Keep in mind, as I always tell you, energy is real, but people do not possess real energy. Watch a circle. Watch who you're around. Protect your energy at all costs. Keep it positive. With that being said, it's true. I'm out. You gotta stand on it, 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 you